You're listening to Future of School, the podcast, and our special series, Students Speak, presented in partnership with National School Choice Week. In this series, you'll hear from students who have succeeded thanks to choices they were able to make in their K-12 education, including participation in blended and online learning. Hi, my name is Reagan McCall. I live in Centennial, Colorado, and I'm a sophomore in high school, and I'm 16. Fantastic. It's great to have you here, Reagan. Yes, it's very. Thank you so much. So what kind of school do you go to in Colorado? I go to a private school here in Colorado. And what is your school like? How would you describe it? I would describe it as really, you know, fulfilling. It has amazing opportunities, but um, at that time, you know, there are still some struggles and some, you know, things that I would like to, you know, fix at the same time. Well, we are going to circle back with the things you'd like to fix for a little bit later in our conversation, because I'm really eager to hear about those. You probably have friends that go to different schools, right? I do, yes. So is there anything different about the school that you go to now compared to schools that your friends go to or what we would consider to be like the typical school? Yeah. So um, I go to a private school and it is a private um, Jesuit school. So it does have um, a religious aspect to it um, compared to, you know, some of my friends who do go to public school and don't have that aspect. In my school, at least, we are required to take four years of theology. So our first year, we take theology one. And that kind of kind of is just the basis of the school's history and the Jesuits um, and whatnot. And then this year, my sophomore year, I'm learning about all about the Old Testament and the New Testament. And yeah, so we're just learning about that right now. And then for junior year, I'm pretty sure you learn a little bit more about the Bible. Or um, I think there's actually multiple classes between your junior and senior where you could actually choose to learn about other religions, I think. But yeah, so yeah, compared to that. And then also in my private school, we have a dress code, which is more like a uniform. So we have to wear a polo shirt and then we have to uh, have just, you know, dress code appropriate other clothing. So, you know, uh, myth eye of, you know, say if you're wearing a skirt or no jeans, um, pants, but yeah, most of that is kind of what my school is like compared to public school. And what kind of middle school did you go to? I went to a public middle school. Public school is way different than private school. I've never been to private school until last year for my freshman year of high school. Um, So to say it was a shock was like, it was quite a bit because in, you know, public school is a lot different, especially in the teaching with not having that religious aspect incorporated into like all the subjects. I would have to say, you know, the uh, students are different. You know, you see different, you know, students from different socioeconomic classes and, you know, people who have different resources um, and where they live. Um. So when you were in the eighth grade and it might have been seventh grade, I'm just, I'm going to I'm going to assume it was the eighth grade. What were the conversations like over your dinner table with your family about high school? High school. Yeah. So for me, for high school, um, I've always been really interested in school. But for me personally, like high school, um, I, I was excited for it, but it wasn't, you know, oh my God, like this is going to be, you know, the best four years. Like, you know, like I really wanted to, you know, have a good time and, you know, find and make really good experiences. But, um, you know, I just, I wanted to, you know, have a good time. I didn't want that to, you know, be just the best part of my years in life. Um, I, you know, I really wanted to focus on things that I just enjoyed and um, to continue those things and to, you know, just kind of maybe find myself a little bit more and, you know, meet just different types of people, especially, you know, during the, especially around the table uh, at dinner. Uh, I remember me and my parents, you know, we had obviously different views about my high school. As you know, my mom, she really loved high school. She had a lot of friends and such like that. Me personally, though, I wasn't, 
I wasn't very excited about high school because it was just a very thing because before I actually went to the school I was now, I was going to public school. Um, my situation was kind of weird where I was switching to public school really late, literally like three days before school started, actually. Um, so I was kind of thing, you know, in middle school wasn't, you know, the best time and such. So I was looking, you know, forward to high school and I was really hoping it would be a different experience. But, you know, I wasn't, you know, going to, you know, hope my luck. I just kind of wanted to make go through it and make it through high school. So I was kind of, I was really nervous for high school, especially, you know, not knowing with the pandemic going on, if you're going to be online or in person. So did you say that it was three days before high school started that you switched to your, to the private school? Yes. So during the summer, uh, I was going to, I was being enrolled. I was already enrolled at a public high school Uh um, near me. And that summer from our district, we got an email um, saying that the learning this year would kind of in their words was not going to be as they say better than in other years because they had lost a lot of money in the pandemic. And um, I guess from my parents' point of view, that was a bad thing. thing. And their friends, you know, they weren't freaking out about it or any of my like friends, parents who they were good friends with thing, but they were freaking out about it a lot. And so they, you know, wanted me to apply to my private school that I go to currently. And they wanted me to apply to thing. And so I applied to the school. You had to take a test. Like if you originally applied in eighth grade, you had to take a test. But since it was past that time, I didn't need to. They just needed my transcript and just um, some essays that I had to write to apply to the school. And so I did do that. And a few, like about a week later, we found out I did get in, but they didn't have any room. And yeah. to be honest, like in full, honestly, I was kind of excited because I wanted to go to public school. I had never, you know, really wanted to go to private school because one, I had never really been to church before. And I was kind of nervous about, you know, the religious aspect of it as well to that. And so it was just, it was kind of a difficult time thing. So at the time they were like, yeah, we don't have any room at the moment, but we'll let you know. Well, I didn't know. So they were like, what, okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll yeah, go like, to my original plan. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was just like, oh, like, okay. Yeah, no, I'll just go to the school I was originally going to. And then I started getting like really excited because I started connecting with more people from my, you know, high school that was going to go to originally. And, you know, I was getting more excited about it. Uh, about high school until about like three days before school started. I remember, you know, my parents telling me that I was going to this private school and I, I started freaking out. I was, I was really upset to be quite honest because, you know, it was very blind inside of me. I, I knew nobody from the school, literally nobody uh, that was going to this school and the summer had already passed. So it wasn't like thing. And plus, you know, school tryouts for sports had already passed, especially in like the fall. So I couldn't try anything. So especially with the pandemic, I didn't know if we were to be online and things. So I was just, I was really nervous because, you know, the chance I wasn't going to be able to make friends, you know, that possibility was there. Plus I had no supplies ready for it. I uh, had to go and get like a school uniform that weekend because I had no clothes that fit their dress code with like polos and whatnot. And so, yeah, that was like definitely a surprise. And, you know, that got me a lot more nervous. And, you know, I, that actually kind of, you know, at the time kind of, it downed my, you know, excitingness. If that makes any sense, I just wasn't as you know, excited because I, I was just really nervous about the outcome and especially going on with the pandemic and where school is going at the moment. No, that that makes sense. We often find that until people have a, a reason to change schools, if they're doing okay in school, then they stay in that school. So it's always interesting to hear about why 
families choose different options. And certainly we've seen that in the, you know, last year with, with the pandemic. When did you first learn that there's different options in the, in choice, in school choice? I probably like, I had always, you know, since I was a kid, probably, you know, second or third grade, you know, realized like, oh, like there's different schools. Cause my neighbors, they went to a private, I think Catholic or Catholic or Christian school. And so like they went there and they were like, they had like had to wear a uniform and such like that. But I also learned, you know, of like online school on how that was like an option, probably when I was in the fifth grade. And I was like, oh, like, that's interesting. Like, I didn't know that was possible because I had heard of homeschool before. But like in my mind, homeschool was like, oh, you know, a school or like a program provides you with, you know, your workbooks. And, you know, you work through those, you know, through the year. I'd never heard about like, oh, you can do your school remotely or through a computer. So that was really interesting. And I was like, oh, like that's, that's cool. Like that's a cool opportunity for some people. Wow. You understand it a lot better than most people do. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. What do you like the most about the high school that you're at right now? The most, probably the people that I've met, I've met some really uh, amazing people, especially who have the same interests of me and um, support the same things as me as well as they're just good people they have really good morals and they're they're just really great people in general yeah people can make a can make a big difference they can mm-hmm. have you stayed in touch with your friends from middle school who go to the local public high school I have yes I have um, kept in touch with my friends I hang out with them as much as I can you know with my schedule um, you know and I really tried holding on to that because I, I did meet some really good people in you know high school but as well as you know you you do lose some of your friends you know thing because you're not seeing them every day and I feel like that you know happens a lot you know I feel like you kind of make friends you know based off of location and you know sadly sometimes that doesn't translate over to you know distance but sometimes it does and that you know I feel like that's a really great thing when it does so how much control or say would you say that you had over the decision to go to the private school in terms of percent did you have in percent choice uh, or I you know I I probably like you know five to ten percent I had barely a choice I did not want to go to the school I wanted to go to you know I I didn't understand why I needed to because I, I would get the same education for you know, a lot less money at a free public school, you know, I would still get the same education and same experience. Um, so I was just very, uh, I wasn't very involved in that decision, if you know what I mean. It wasn't really up to me, which was kind of sad and was very frustrating at the time because, you know, promises are made to you that kind of sometimes can be broken, especially with like my parents at the time, you know, they were like, oh, like just see how the you know school is for a year and then make your decision. <laughs> you said the decision's been made. The decision's, the decision's been made. made, which you know it can be really frustrating, especially when you know you don't see anything wrong, and like you're trying to understand your parents' side, and when you know you're trying to understand, but they won't explain. You know, it can be frustrating, right? Or sometimes they do explain, and it's still hard to understand. As yeah, a, because uh, the way that they're you know viewing it, it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. right? Within the last year and a half at the private school, would you say what percentage would you of choice do you say that you have in terms of the classes that you take, the way that you learn, potential for early graduation? How much control do you have over those types of things? Um, very little. Um, you know, you, you obviously get to choose your classes, you know, coming. Like I'll be choosing my classes for junior year in spring, so like in January, February, but you know, considering, you know graduating early and different ways of learning. Um, I've had a really struggle with my, you know, high school and trying to graduate early because that was something I had always planned, you know, on doing or, you know, going to the possibility, even if I was going to, you know, public high school. And so when I remember I brought the conversation up with my counselor, she was 
so nice about it. And she, you know, she really believed that I could do that. But one thing that I remember like that was throwing me off was how she said we had to talk to my principal at the time, you know, to get clearance for that. And I remember that being confusing because, you know, had I heard from like, you know, in public school, you know, you talk to your counselor and you come up with, you know, a plan of like, you know, oh, okay, well, maybe you don't have an off period or maybe you don't do this or maybe take an extra class over the summer or you do some online classes, you know, whatever that may be. So I remember being like, oh, like, okay, yeah, like I'm fine with that, you know, as long thing, you know, I'm really interested in talking about it, you know, saying like why I want to, you know, my reasons for so thing. And I remember, um, it wasn't until like a month or two later, which was at least for me, it was a long time like waiting because I was very, con- um, she was saying she could get thing, but finally I had um, had an appointment with my principal and another teacher uh, or an administrator who dealt with, you know, classes and whatnot about, you know, my thing. And I remember um, being like very kind of disappointed in the meeting because the meeting did not go like the way I thought it was going to go in the meeting I remember it was my first time meeting my principal and I remember when I met them he just he seemed very disinterested in thing you know and the school you know they pride themselves on being interested in like your learning and such like that so I remember being thinking about that you know and when I did explain my reasons for it you know he he seemed very disconnected from it and he kind of just like brushed it off and I remember at the end of our conversation he was like, oh, well, I think, you know, everybody needs four years at our, you know, institution thing to, you know, have that full experience. And I remember being very confused because it was just like, he completely, you know, disregarded my thing and, you know, was having this bias, you know, towards me, you know, because he was the principal. And I remember just being so confused because I was like, oh, like, I, I don't really understand, uh, you know, there, there's so many options, you know, you can do in my mind. I was like, Oh, like, I don't think that's a good enough reason. And that, I, I guess that can come up like in my mind. I was like, Oh, like that doesn't seem like a good enough reason just to be like, Oh, well, see, like, like you have like your own, you know, prejudices and you have your own, you know, opinions. But when you know, you're dealing with other students, you know, education and, you know, then like, I feel like he should have been like more open to that. So I remember coming out of that conversation, it was just like, it was really disappointing because I was really looking forward to that because I've always been like, interested in school. I love school. My account, my counselor, you know, she, you know, voiced that she thought, you know, I would do really well and that I could do it. And so that was, you know, it was just really disheartening to, you know, hear that. And I remember just being, you know, really disappointed. But, you know, after that, I remember talking to my counselor and was like, oh, like thing, because another reason it was principal was because it was during COVID and we had online school, but that didn't even make more sense because we were already doing online school really. So I kind of, you know, I left the conversation at that, you know, because, you know, a lot of things were going on. I was like, okay, well, maybe some time passes, maybe I can come back to this conversation. So during this past summer, you know, I had planned on talking thing and probably in September of this year, I, you know, talked to my counselor again and I was like, hey, like, um, I was just wondering if I can, you know, have a rediscussion about, you know, me graduating. She was like, yeah, they didn't even set up a meeting. <laughs> they just sent me an email being like, well, we believe that you need all the curriculum at our school to do this. And so, to, you know, to be able to, you know, graduate with the full experience. And so I was just like, okay, dude, like, what is like, going on? Like, what is this? You know, because you know, this, my, the school I go to, like, if you don't mind thinking, you know, it, it does cost, you know, a money, it costs about $20,000. Wow. And so, yeah. And so I was, I was just very confused. Cause I was like, I don't understand, you know, like if I'm graduating early, that means, you know, a new student can come in and like a thing. So I was just, I was very confused about things, especially in like the values, you know, that they hold so highly at my school. It was just, it was very hypocritical and just like not understandable 
um, when we were having the conversation, you know, cause I, I truly did believe that they had, you know, my best interest at heart and that, you know, that they valued my education. But when I know I was voicing like, Hey, like maybe I can, you know, not speed up the process, but, you know, maybe graduate early and, um, you know, do things a little bit faster, you know, cause I'm, I'm voicing that. And I'm, you know, I'm the only one at the moment that I know of coming to, you know, to express this, you know, want, you know, graduate early. So yeah, so that was just, it was very difficult with my school and it's like really sad because um, I can't graduate early because they won't let me for reasons I don't really know, except the ones that, you know, they believe that I need this to be honest that for like our learning, that's been kind of like a struggle with uh, just trying to discuss my education with, you know, um, administrators and educators um, at my school. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I imagine it is tough when you when you're, the reality is you're young and you're going to a meeting with adults that have the, you know, the decision-making powers, then you're going in with a plan, a logical plan as to why you want to graduate early, what you're going to do when you graduate, even the suggestion that you could fill this seat with another student who could partake in this learning, this learning environment. And if the reasons given weren't A, B, and C, that Mm -hmm. made sense to you logically. I'm sure if they said, this is our policy, here's what you're going to get out of this full curriculum, here's here's the barriers, then it would be different. But if you, the hard part is you didn't feel like it was customized, like, okay, so I'm the first one to do it. Call me a pioneer and let me do it, right? Because it's- Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, that was one thing that they like brought, they're like, oh, well, like nobody's ever done that. And like, in my mom, I'm like, oh, well, there's a first for everything, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you know, I, I'm very optimistic and I'm like, oh, well, you know, this, this could be a good thing. Like this could maybe help your institution and then, you know, give, you know, individuals and students like another way um, of education and, you know, to maybe graduate early because, you know, I feel like that's something, you know, maybe a lot of people want to do, but maybe don't know how, and, you know, if educators can help, you know, students do that, I feel like that could be very beneficial in students, you know, what their plan is and such like that. So it sounds like you have a, since a young age, you have and have had a good understanding of school choice. There's different schools for different learning styles that parents can enroll their kids in. So it seems to me like you're walking, kind of walking down this pathway of choice within a school. How much yeah. choice do kids have? So my last question for you is, what would you want, let's say people in general, what would you want them to know about choice in education? What about, I would, if I wanted to, you know, have people know is that they do have a choice in education. You know, I feel like if maybe I had more of an adult in the room with me, or maybe if I had, you know, somebody to advocate for me, maybe it would have gone a different way. But, you know, I want, you know, kids to know that you like, you do have a choice and, you know, you don't have to do everything on your own. You know, I feel like if, you know, kids do want to do something, you know, I feel like they just, they have to advocate for self because, you know, sadly educators aren't mind readers and, you know, sometimes bring up, you know, things that you want to do or things that you've expressed interest in and maybe see that if you can do. So when it comes to choice and learning, you know, I feel like, um, just being open to discussion, you know, whether that be with your parents, your teachers or principal, administrative, whatever that may be. I feel like if they, you know, really want it and they really, you know, want to seize that, um, I feel like they can, you know, if they really put their work to it and, you know, figure out a strategy in which, you know, people will listen to them and won't just brush them off. Well, you've given some great advice, Reagan, and we appreciate your time and you sharing your story and being such a strong advocate for choice. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us for today's episode. To join the movement to create a future of American schooling, 
that ensures all students reach their unbounded potential, no matter where their learning takes place, visit our website at futureof.school. You can subscribe to our newsletter, learn about student scholarships and teacher grants, donate to our efforts, and more. To learn more about National School Choice Week and its year-round efforts to give parents access to the best K-12 options for their children, visit schoolchoiceweek.com.